Welcome to the Uncivilized Podcast. My name is Trevor Bohm and I will be your host. Every week or so, I try to get myself a fascinating human on the mic for you, someone who looks at the civilized world just like you do and says no thank you. Someone who wants to break some rules, to lead, and to bring their unique vision into the world. Someone for whom the status quo simply will not do. I hope you enjoy these conversations as much as I do. Please dive in. Hey folks, welcome to the Uncivilized Podcast. This is Traver Bohm, your host. And today I sit down with Temer Aburian, who's a buddy of mine, a guy that lives in Amsterdam. He's a men's coach. He's a spirituality coach. He's a really unique human. And we dive into how he became who he is. And one of the biggest hurdles or challenges or paths that he had to walk as a very young man was that of having cancer. And he almost jumped past it when you listen to this because it's so normal for him. And it was just like, you know, when something happens in your life, that's a big deal, but you get through it and you're like, yeah, but doesn't everybody go through that? Uh, So really, this is a fascinating conversation into relationships with the universe, relationships with your body, relationships with the masculine and feminine, and a really unique perspective about life, business, health, love, relationship, and so much more. I I love this guy. I look forward to having him back on, and I know that you're going to get a lot out of this interview. So open your heart, open your ears, and dive in. Temer Aburian. Temer, thank you for joining the Uncivilized Podcast. This is a pleasure. We get to switch spots now. I know I've been on on the other end of the mic with you, and I've been looking forward to this since you and I had a conversation maybe two weeks ago, and I'm not going to drop your quote yet. I'm going to tease the audience a bit. You (laughs) dropped a quote that very, very few times do I have to like stop and sit down. And I was like, wait a minute, I need to stop and sit down. So before we get there, for people who don't know who you who you are, the work that you do in the world, would you mind giving us like your your brief elevator pitch or synopsis yeah. of who you are? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, my name is Temer. I'm uh, I'm a coach and a trainer, and um, yeah, I basically work with with men to connect back to healthy masculinity or to cultivate healthy masculinity, and with women to reconnect to their feminine essence. So that's basically what I do, and uh, yeah, what I set out to do. Beautiful. And where in the world are you? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. I I know this may be a a question that you can't answer, but do you feel like, because you've traveled a ton, do you Mm. feel like the challenge for men, especially in Europe is different than in a place such as like the US or South America or elsewhere? Or like, is, is masculinity have its own flavor crisis in Europe, in your opinion? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Well, I mean, I think essentially the, the core thing is is the same across the board. But yeah, there are like cultural differences or uh, even within Europe, you know, within like countries in, in Europe, cultures are totally different. And, uh, you know, whereas one country might have a culture that is way more direct, Mm-hmm. Others are more conservative. Others uh, tend to be uh, more uh, in touch with hierarchy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so to look up to, to people more, whereas the Dutch culture is, is really informal in that sense. Mm-hmm. So I think those differences also lean into the way that people like to develop themselves or men would like to develop themselves. But in general, I 
think that, you know, at, at least what I see across the board is that, for example, a thing as, you know, getting out of your head and dropping more into your body and, and into your senses and, and grounding and all that is pretty, yeah, pretty cross country or, you know, cross continent. Thing <laughs> yeah, that, it's pretty universal. That, 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 yeah, that we, that we see. So, yeah, in that sense, so, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, there are differences in, in, in culture, but I think essentially the, the issues that, yeah, that men run into or that, that we're looking to, yeah, educate or uh, mature on are, are, are quite universal. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I agree with you. Was this, can you talk a little bit about how you came to this work? Is this, I doubt this was what, mm. you know, like fresh out of high school, you're like, I'm going to work with men. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, well, should I give you sort of the the long version? Sure. Like, yeah, go, yeah. go. I'll go back a bit. So, okay. what what happened for me is like, um, did, did this whole path of like personal development and and and, and spiritual development started? I think around like a decade ago when I struggled with a pretty severe anxiety disorder, mm. which came out of you know having had cancer at a pretty young age and surviving that and then uh actually you know instead of being happy and unworried again sort of developing this anxiety disorder so i had to sort of overcome that and that for me started this path hold on whole, hold on whole personal development. yeah we don't get to jump past cancer and anxiety and be like and then i had <laughs> cancer and then an anxiety and then i found tony <laughs> robbins okay how old were you when you had cancer and if, if you um, feel comfortable sharing it what type and yeah yeah of course just a little bit about that yeah stage so, of your life i was i was 20 oh. um yeah, so I was 20 when it, when I uh, yeah when they had found this tumor in my right testicle, so I had testicular cancer. Wow, at 20. Yeah, wow. so I was just this student, you know, I was just living this totally unworried life in yeah. Amsterdam, partying and uh, going out and just doing all the fun stuff and surfing and uh, and all that, and, and and yeah, then all of a sudden, you know the rug got swept from underneath my feet because I felt this lump and I went to the doctor and I, and he said, well, you know, it's probably fine, but you should like do another test. And then yeah. the urologist told me this after this one afternoon, like, Hey, uh, we checked it and uh, that's a tumor. You need to get operated. Holy and shit. Have can, a, you, can, can you just walk us through a bit of like what goes through your mind at 20 when you probably were like, meh, this is something, you know, it's, you know, I'm 20, I can shit lightning, I can like jump off buildings. And then yeah. sitting across from a doctor and hearing that C word, did your, yeah. was, did you believe it? Did your whole life come crashing down in front of you? Walk us through a bit of that, if you would. Well, you know, the strange thing was, I guess that um, actually before I got that news, I uh, already felt like, this is this is wrong you know this mm. is bad news mm. so i already yeah i already was pretty nervous and i hadn't told anybody really uh until right up to the point that i had to go to this specialist and then yeah. I think my mom came along with me and yeah so i was already a bit nervous and and somewhere in my mind i already had this idea like i'm 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 fucked you know and to be honest i was super 
um, super scared. I already had these visions of my own funeral even before I got the results. Oh, wow. I was I was super paranoid, like, oh wow. my God, I'm going to die. Wow. And uh, so when he said that, I was like, yeah, I mean, to be honest, like I, I felt like I, I just, yeah, felt, fell into this deep black hole. Like it's mm-hmm. literally as if the ground just vanishes underneath you and you just drop wow. uh, into an endless sort of yeah pit of darkness and then yeah i mean uh yeah so so that's yeah thanks for sharing the feeling yeah let me ask you one more question just to get us just so people listening to this because again you're 20 yeah this happens you have very little understanding of the world of health of anything i imagine yeah yeah what was the next day like and then let's talk about the anxiety like what happened on so you, you you get this news you're in a pit you feel like shit, you go home. Do you wake up the next day determined, inspired, like, fuck it, I'm going to crush this thing or just, okay, this is going to kill me. Yeah. You know, the, the weird thing is that, um, the guy was just like, yeah, you need to get, you need to get this tumor removed and we have a spot later today. So holy shit. Yeah. So, Things are moving fast in your world, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the the strange thing is, I I, I can't even remember now. I think about it. If I actually went back home, you know, to get some stuff, yeah, or that if or that I stayed there, but I was actually like operated at on the same day. And, wow, Tamer, this is yeah. The rug did get ripped out from under you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, and and it's. Yeah, like the story gets weirder or, yeah. Oh, do tell. (laughs) Well, the thing is like after that first operation, um, everything seemed to be fine. So for I think the, uh, yeah, four to six months or something, I was, I was okay. And, you know, when you, when you, um, yeah, when they found a tumor, like you get checked every couple months you know so you get a scan and like an x-ray and that kind of stuff but then I started to feel uh I started to feel bad again like uh I don't know I felt sick and 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 feverish yeah um and at first the 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 guys in the hospital were like no yeah you're fine and the, the pictures look good and then just a couple months later uh they did another scan and actually the 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 yeah the cancer had spread throughout my body so, oh, wow. and, and with this type of cancer, it's like, uh, like a 5% chance that that even happened. So oh, they were like, nah, you should, you should not worry and, and be, you should be okay and, and stuff like that. And then, you know, a couple months after that original operation, um, actually the cancer had spread and I had like, yeah, tumors in my lungs and neck and belly and, and all that shit, stuff. so that's when i really freaked, <laughs> freaked yeah. out you know <laughs> but you can live with one nut but you yeah. can't live without lungs and a neck mm, and lymph no. nodes and all the things okay <laughs> yeah wow yeah so that wasn't going away as fast as the original tumor let's say which was you know essentially gone in an afternoon and <laughs> yeah. uh, so i was like okay well yeah, I can't just cut this out. So I'm sort of right. proper fucked. <laughs> yeah. So you went through chemo, I imagine? Yeah. Oh, wow. 
Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's an, it, so, it sounds like an awful adventure. It was, it was. And at the same time, and that sounds really strange probably, but if I, I, I don't know if I would give it all back. Right, so, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I get it, man. I just interviewed a guy who went on, you know, um, he's a mountain, like a, was a crazy mountain biker, jumped out of planes, did all this wild extreme shit, was out yeah. on like a light afternoon bike ride and fell and broke his neck and was like really? just like just an afternoon like literally just out you know out screwing around and he said yeah. you know it's maybe 10 years later I, I wouldn't trade it for the world and yeah. i've heard so many people say that and it's still you know it kind of it, it makes us question one it makes us question like holy shit there's so much benefit to these challenges mm -hmm. two what am i going through right now that 10 years from now, right? What am I going through right now that I'm like, I would give anything up to not go through this. But yeah. 10 years later, we'll be like, thank God I had to go through that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yet, so you said you came out of this quite anxious. Do you think that was yeah. because you'd kind of knocked on death's door and death was real for you at an age when it quote, shouldn't be unquote? Mm, yeah, I think that was one thing. And like, well, I mean, I was a total hypochondriac after that. I just of course every, you were, man. Every yeah, but I mean, but that was the the source of the anxiety. Like every little signal that my body sent out, yeah, I was like, "Fuck, this might be, you know, mm. uh, this might be uh, this, this this disease coming right. back again." And right. well, I, I you know, um, I would walk into like uh, uh, yeah, this routine checkup. Uh, of which, of course, uh, at that point, I had like a, I don't know, a 1% chance of, of things being wrong again. But for me, every time it felt like a 50-50 yeah. um, situation, like either this doctor is going to tell me I'm going to die or I'm going to uh, or I'm going to live. And that's pretty, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> pretty stressed out. <laughs> of course you're stressed out. It's like walk into a doctor's office and flip a coin every time. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh. how that's how it felt. Like, yeah, I mean, statistically, it wasn't like that, but right, you know, right, that's right. how it felt. And, but and for that, you, if that's what it felt like, that was yeah. real. Yeah, that was yeah. real, and and it, and it was something that, you know, this irrational fear of, um, of things going wrong was just something at some point that I couldn't really control anymore, and uh, yeah. that just spiraled out of control, and uh, oh. that I had to learn how to, you know, how to deal with, but then mm -hmm. essentially like being able to manage fear like that is yeah. not enough or it wasn't enough for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. What, what, so what was the process there. that you, I imagine it must be like crippling, like, yeah. like, like, per, like feeling like someone's breaking into your home, like that level of just terror. How did yeah. you learn to navigate the world with terror, like right on your shoulder? Um, you know, the, the, the funny thing is like the, 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 the image or the memory that comes back to me is like sitting at my office at work, just enduring a panic attack and just doing my thing. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, you know, it was at that level that my body and, and my system was just so stressed out mm. and, and sort of accustomed to such high levels of fear mm. uh, that it was almost like normal you know i, I mean it, wow. it was it was ter terror and of terrifying and, and and i wanted to sort of get rid of that but yeah. at some point it was like yeah 
just sort of endure and, and sit with that. Yeah. Which is insane, of course. I mean, it's not the way to go, and it's not well for me. Is uh, neither like ultimately the way I wanted to live, or I sure. yeah, decided to to yeah, seek ways to change that. Yeah. But um, yeah, and it was times of good and bad. You know, it's it, sometimes I was just okay and relaxed, and um, every time I had this. Um, when I've had this checkup at the hospital and, and the doctor said, you know, you're fine. Yeah. I was totally relieved and I was, mm. and I was good to go for a couple months. Yeah. And then, you know, either, I don't know, um, I felt a bit sick or a bit weak or my back hurt or my belly hurts. And then, you know, the anxiety like comes up again and it's like no sleep and mm. needing to have confirmation from friends and, and partner and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just sort of, stay sane in that you know yeah i really appreciate you sharing that because i believe so many people are experiencing something similar right now with mm. just the state of the world you know i went and yeah. saw my parents uh two weeks ago and they had just gotten the vaccine and mm. whatever you think about the vaccine is up to you mm. but i asked like why are you so excited about this and they said well for us a trip to the supermarket may be a death sentence yeah. And I went, oh shit, you are living in such a different reality than I am. And yeah, how many yeah, people yeah. are walking around the planet with that level of fear just yeah. swimming through their systems at all, all time? I have so much compassion for people that are dealing with that. And, and I, I believe that you're just hearing this, you know, from you're looking at you, you're a very strong man, you're a very grounded man. But yet, just to know that that was part of your process, I believe is going to be really reassuring. So I, I appreciate you yeah. sharing that. You said, yeah. no, this was your entryway into self-development and spirituality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, at some point I had to do something, right? And then I went to a psychologist and, and you, you get a very, let's say, cognitive approach mm -hmm. to how to deal with uh, fear and anxiety, yeah. which is helpful, you know, but it's more like treating the, uh, treating the symptom instead mm -hmm. of the core, like it's all about like yeah knowing knowing these loops that you get into and then trying to stop yourself from doing that and it's and it's a very yeah cognitive and very rational way of dealing with things right which uh ultimately didn't help for me so i had to dive deeper and then i was lucky because at some point this this therapist said you know we have uh somebody that gives mindfulness trainings mm. and um this mindfulness training got me into like really sitting down and really uh, um, feeling into the body and doing body scans and, and stuff like that. And, and um, from there, I went into like reading Eckhart Tolle and, and uh, you know, going in, in, into all that stuff. And right. you now it seems like, uh, like a lifetime ago, but for me, it was a step from going into, from, from switching like this very mental space into yeah. Yeah, a feeling state and really being able to observe what was going on. And then also like uh, allowing myself to, 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 to actually feel it and to yeah. meet my emotion and to mm. meet also my fear because it's a, it, that is also an emotion and it's very... <laughs> It's an emotion that most people, for very good reasons, don't really want to meet, you right. know? 
And can, if can you, you do me a favor before you say anything more, for people mm -hmm. who just heard that, but then have a disconnect between like, wait a minute, what does it mean to meet an emotion? What does it mm -hmm. mean to to meet it in the body? Because when we opened this call, we were like, what's the universal challenge with men? We're like, we all live in our fucking heads. And yeah. then here you have a set, you're like a practice. It's like, <laughs> here's how to think your way through your problems. What, tell us to, in your words, what does it mean to meet an emotion? Well, what I did back then, and yeah, I mean, a lot of what I did back then is the same as, as how I do it now, but it's as simple as just, you know, instead of trying to avoid this feeling or trying to like get distracted or ask other people for, uh, for confirmation on that, like things were wrong and, and, and or not, you know, I would just um, get to a quiet place, like my house, mm -hmm. sit in the middle of the living room at a, in the evening with the lights out in the dark i would just close my eyes and sit there and tell my fear to just come out and just totally totally yeah wow you know, uh, absorb me basically to devour me to just meet me there and i would just meet it head on until yeah. i got so comfortable being surrounded by this 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 fear this in my eyes demon mm. um that i that i almost like befriended it you know yeah. and then actually you know after like behind space like that there there is not so much anymore that can really touch or hurt you right if that makes sense yeah but i imagine you had to grapple with the a separate fear that if you met it head on and let it take you over, that it would kill you or that it would crush you or that mm -hmm. it would destroy you or that you'd never get out of that situation. That's mm -hmm. one of the conversations I have with a lot of men who say, mm -hmm. I don't want to feel the emotion because what if it's forever? I'm yeah. Like, well, it doesn't really work that way. Like you're not happy forever. So you probably no. won't be sad forever. But how did you, I imagine, again, this is, you're not highly trained at this point. You're not the Temer no. that I'm talking to now. What did you draw upon internally in that moment to say, okay, fuck it. Like, let, let's, let's go to battle fear. Like, let's dance. Let's, let's get to yeah. know each other. What, what did you draw on in yourself to allow that process to happen? Well, to be honest, like something that, that comes up in me now, uh, or, or yeah, when you, when you ask that, because I, I'm not sure if I can really tap into that from memory, but this is just what, yeah, what comes back, unfortunately, almost is like, yeah, just complete desperation mm. at the, at the first stage, you know, because I had nothing more to lose. I was just That's like, so fucking honest. I really appreciate um, that. I mean, and like after that first step after the 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 yeah meeting it head on out of desperation you experience or i experienced that there was lightness after there was you know relief after there was a sort of okay i can actually deal with this after and that knowledge by having taken that first step out of desperation is something that I could take into, you know, subsequent events after that, yeah. because I had this, you know, this integrated uh, sense of what's 
um, yeah, what, what's sort of at the other end of the tunnel, you know? So, so that, yeah, is just a leap of faith or yeah. something that you have to take or that I had to take, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's like, it's, it gets me emotional thinking about this of you at 20. Like, I just want to like wrap my arms around 20 year old temper. Mm. Like, <laughs> like you're going through some real shit, man. Like, um, you're yeah. probably not being supported culturally and, and, you know, perhaps you are family wise, perhaps you are friend wise, but it mm. feels like such a lonely process of just like you, you know, emotionally naked in the middle of a room with fear saying like, okay, I got nothing else to lose. Like fucking take me or, or, or dance with me. Like we, we mm. got to figure this out. I yeah. Just, I, I'm so grateful for, for you and the work that you're doing because how many people want what's on the other side of that and need what's on the other side of that but yet mm. have no understanding that the only way to get there is to do the one thing on earth that you really don't want to do which is <laughs> <laughs> and and we're taught not to do we're like commercials tell us yeah, not to yeah. do drug companies tell us not to do common culture is like pain fear like avoid that do whatever yeah. you can or figure out why it's your fault or, or whatever as opposed to meeting it head on yeah wow. the only way is through yeah. Like you can get around it. So yeah, the only way is through. I love it. And so did that start a, a deeper process for you of like having a relationship with anxiety? I think, you know, I'm, I'm asking this Tamar because mm. we talk a lot about depression, at least here in the West. Mm. We don't talk yeah. a lot about anxiety. Like, and no. if it's depression, it now there's, there's a bit of compassion around depression. Yeah. It's not just like, Hey, think happier thoughts. But with it, which it, which it was like 10 years ago, mm. but with anxiety, I think a lot of it's still like, man, the fuck up. Like everybody's <laughs> anxious. Everybody gets nervous. Like you got to learn how to power through it. So yeah. how did you end up changing your relationship with anxiety through all of that? Yeah, that's a good question. Like, and I, and I think it's true, you know, like um, depression ha has been in the spotlight a lot and, and maybe anxiety isn't that much. And there's also so much, you know, degrees of, of anxiety or fear that, that you, sure. yeah, that you can work with where, where, you know, as you, as you said, like this Amanda, uh, man, fuck up thing is, is, is because a lot of people don't really understand, I think the depth of uh the way that that fear can actually cripple you mm. you know um as the, the, there's this thing about like you know I'm, I'm just you know a bit nervous because uh uh yeah i'm switching jobs or or you know i i'm, I'm going up to to a girl in a bar or something and uh, to ask her out but there's also fear you know in people that is actually just crippling them which is from a whole on a whole different level on a whole different planet and sure um yeah, so so that's definitely something to to raise awareness of, or in yeah, and and for me, like um, I don't know, if, uh, at this point in my life, like it's it's I think more a commitment to liberate myself from as much fear uh, or any kind of like. Um, let's say negative load that I'm carrying around, which isn't beneficial for me or my development. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think the way that I'm meeting it now, like any, any time or any moment that I, yeah, meet such a, such a part of myself. I'm like, okay, well, 
I can actually be in that be grateful in that sense yeah. to 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 meet it and 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 see it and and say okay well I have this choice now you know like do I want to transform it mm-hmm. or endure it or avoid it for some time because it'll probably come back again in in another way <laughs> yeah. but yeah it ain't going anywhere so, <laughs> yeah so um yeah so. I mean, even though I'm, I'm sometimes like sick and tired, like, oh, no, not again. This thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, I read the but, self-development book. I should be yeah. past all of this nonsense. Yeah, I should be past it. No, no. It's like, <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> different level, different devil, sort of. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and it's, um, yeah, so anytime it comes back around in, in, whatever form you know it's not for me that the whole being afraid to get sick again is not so so um uh present anymore as it was but you know fear comes around in different forms and then i'm like okay so how can we transform this now hey folks hope you're loving this interview with temer i absolutely adore him and adore this message and i'm going to spend this moment just to tell you that i have so many rad amazing awesome sexy t-shirts sweatshirts hats all the things in the man uncivilized store and i would love some help promoting this movement and keeping this podcast up so if you have a moment please go check the store out www.manuncivilized.com and push the little store button, get yourself some swag, look great, look dope, feel good, attract the opposite sex or the same sex, don't care, trust me, the shirts work. All right, back to Temer. So Temer, would you say this is the basis of a lot of the work that you're doing or are you having people come to you with a sense of anxiety, with a sense of depression or is it more of just a sense of, I feel like there's more out there for me as a man or as a woman, if I tap into this core essence that I have denied? Mm, yeah, uh, I, I don't somehow attract people necessarily with a lot of anxiety issues. No, I, I, I can't say. I, I think I've uh, met more people or at least men that are uh, quite eager to cultivate their own leadership more, to, to really... Yeah, it's also, well, in that sense, it, it could be related to, to anxiety, but to, um, well, what, what you're working on, basically, like killing the nice guy, you know, like, um, like yeah, being a more grounded and, and um, leading masculine in relationships, for example. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and in, in, in women, what I meet is, is a lot of women that are, um quite strong in their masculine energy or you know because they have to be because of relationships and work and that that kind of stuff you know uh, being expected to adjust and not even knowing how it is on the other end anymore and so that's yeah what i meet more than than um yeah than this um this issue of anxiety actually yeah okay I want to drop your quote in here because I know I teased everybody in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? It's been like a half an hour. <laughs> if you don't mind. This, yeah. I wrote it on a post-it note. I've actually had since our last conversation. And so you guys listening to this, you ready for this? You may want to stop driving, pull over, sit down or whatever. Because this is there's so many layers to it. And it's so beautiful. And it's such a beautiful way to, to look at your own situation. And the quote was, if life was a woman... How would I be treating her right now? 
Am I correct in that? Did I? Yeah. Life were a woman, how would I be treating her right now? Temer, talk me through this. How, <laughs> is, how did this come about? Why is this view valuable for you? Mm. And why is it valuable for people, men and women, who are listening to this? Mm. Yeah, so how, how I dreamed this up or, or how this just popped up in my, in my head is, you know, I've been going through this switch, this career switch, you know, of being in a, in a pretty corporate environment for a decade and then switching into something that I'm really passionate about, that my soul is really into. And yeah. Uh, being so eager in, in, in manifesting that and setting that up that I was in this flow of just, you know, um, well, like over masculine, super strategic, driven, um, like really making it work, you know, um, pushing it. And, um, and it wasn't working. Mm. Like, I didn't, I didn't really get the things off the ground that I wanted to, or that I intended to. Yeah. And, uh, I was getting stressed out and I was getting overwhelmed and I was like, what's going on? You know, mm-hmm. like, is, am I really aligned? Am I really doing this in the right way? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I sort of contemplated on that and I was, and then <laughs> I sort of asked myself the question, like, well, if life was a woman right now or if you know if 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 you see life as the feminine which is which it is you know what am i doing to her as the masculine and i was like well to be honest dude you're being a needy little fucker (laughs) 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 i'm like well i'm really trying to force something out of life right now which is clearly not in the cards at this point in time, or at least I'm sort of, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm pushing too hard. Like I, I, I have to sort of leave room for the, for the feminine and for life to sort of, yeah, dance with me or, or let me know if I'm making the right move. You know, I, I had to sort of, you know, listen into her again Um, in order to know if I was actually going in the right direction instead of just, you know, having this plan and just doing it or executing on it mindlessly without, you know, having the receptivity or the sensitivity to actually see what was happening or what was, what was, uh, what, what I was getting back. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been, I actually have this like calendar um, uh, item now that pops up daily like okay with, with this quote actually just asking myself and also thinking like what what kind of what kind of masculine what kind of masculine energy does life need for me right now like what is there you know what is there in the day right does she need me to relax does she need me to engage does she need me to you know be a bit more aggressive maybe or dark or just light and, and, and airy or yeah. yeah playful yeah all these flavors you know and, and and it's kind of fun to to play with it that way but it's also um more balanced yeah yeah it feels like a brilliant frame and i think especially for people who follow this type of work who are interested in the masculine the feminine the sort of mm-hmm. intertwining of the two the, the yeah. divine the primal etc of wow 
you know, I have the, the line, how you fuck your woman is how you fuck the world, which is yeah. very similar of like, are you getting, are you listening to what's coming back to you? Or are yeah. you just entitled? Or like, hey, yeah. I opened a business. Where's my, where's my seven figures? Right? Yeah. Like, where's the check? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. shit, it's yeah, going to take yeah, a little yeah. bit of foreplay and then yeah. some nuance and then some shifting and then some getting <laughs> back and then some breathing and then some, exactly. oh, fuck, yeah. I went too fast. I need to start over. Uh, all of yeah, them. and you know, and patience. Mm, oh, the Fox P word. Sake, man. We, are not, yeah. <laughs> we are not fans patience. of the P word on, no. the, on this podcast. But man, <laughs> is it so necessary? Yeah. Talk to me yeah. a little bit about the again, not the courage, but the willingness to step back. Because at least here in the West, like common culture, American culture, mm. European culture, God bless him, but like Gary V culture. I'm like, hey, you have this business. It's yeah. not working. Okay, yeah. double your hours. Yeah. Make 10,000 posts as opposed to five posts. Work 20 hours as opposed to 10. What did you draw upon again to allow yourself the permission to say, hey, I'm just, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to step back. Yeah. I'm going to take yeah. a breath and, and drop my shoulders as opposed to like tense up and try to force. Yeah. Where, where did that come from in you? And for people listening, how can they draw upon that as well? Yeah, there's, there's a couple things here because I'm also, you know, looking into this and also looking into what is true here because I also find myself confused sometimes. But at this point in time, I had to, you know, make the decision to make another move because, um, well, I mean, just a couple of things, you know, I was looking at the results that weren't coming. Uh, I could have doubled my efforts, but, you know, I was also asking myself, okay, so what is the way that I want to live, you know, mm -hmm. um, and consciously choosing how I want to feel. Do I want to feel like fucking stressed out all the time and overwhelmed? <laughs> yeah. Or did I just do that for a decade? And, uh, <laughs> and am I choosing something different now? Am I allowed to live mm. and feel differently on a day-to-day -day basis, you know? Yeah. Um, and... Um, uh, the, the third thing, thing is like, what is, what is my go-to thing? My, my go-to thing is to actually double down. Yeah. And what is actually more, more scary or more in, in that sense, uh, courageous or out of my comfort zone, right. that is to actually dare to live, um, in a surrendered way. Yeah. Wow. And uh, that doesn't mean like sit on your butt on, or sit on the couch like a couch potato, get lazy. But it is. <laughs> like, oh, my uh, business is growing. My business. No, yeah. no, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm manifesting it. I'm manifesting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you watch some Netflix and manifest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah but, but, that's the, but that's the tricky thing. You know, that's also what I'm like constantly like trying to, yeah. I'm inquisitive to my towards myself. Like, hey, dude, are you really doing everything? What is being asked of you now? Right. Um, and um, you know, I, that, that's the yeah. The, the ultimate question is like, how makeable uh, is life, or is a business, or is is it also uh, something that you sort of have to surrender into, and that is uh, in, in that sense also like given. Or is it, it is more, I, f I feel more like in, it's, it's like a cooperation between you and existence. You can't really force existence to give you whatever you want at the time you want it. No, right. it's like a cooperation of like, like 
knowing when to chill and then knowing when when inspiration comes for example then double down and use that energy to to create and and put something out there so that's how i'm approaching it now and it and it i mean i have to say like it it does take some 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 effort to not sort of walk away from myself again and move into this idea of oh, i'm not doing enough or sh mm. should make more effort and you know one thing also is like if i look around into the world like who inspire me you know and uh how do i see them move and mm. also even like asking yourself the brutal question like would i would i buy something from myself at this point in time Ooh. you know that's what i asked myself Would <laughs> <laughs> <Could laughs> a while back <laughs> would i hire me i was yeah. like i don't know maybe not so i need to change some things up you know yeah. wow that's it's beautiful honesty right we use the word brutal honesty but i think it's beautiful honesty because you're it's so inclusive it's not just fuck it, there's this whole other way, but I'm not even going to look and pretend, I'm going to pretend that that whole other way doesn't exist. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Mm. I imagine though, it does take some work to not fall back into the old conditioning and the old patterning. It, yeah. No, it does. It's like a constant awareness of like, am I fucking true? Am I authentic? Am I grounded? Am I embodied? Because the moment I flip into like stress or, or uh, this, this attachment to the outcome or, or shit like that, I'm like, okay, you know, take a step back again, find, find yourself. And from there, start moving again. I, yeah. I'm not sure if that sort of speaks into the imagination enough, but that's, that's the process that I'm trying to sort of, um, yeah. Cultivate. Yeah, yeah, constantly. It's, it's super powerful because I think especially if we're speaking to men or if we're speaking to women who have been indoctrinated into the hypermasculine, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. part of that process is to diminish and to put down the more holistic view, right? We celebrate yeah. workaholics here. We celebrate yeah. the like you work 20 hours a day, seven days a week for five years. Fuck. Yeah. We don't yeah. celebrate the guy who was like, you know what? I didn't feel it in my body. So I took the day off. We're like, wow, what's yeah. it like to be lazy as opposed yeah. to, wow, but you know, and you're yeah. not going to end up sick. And I think how powerful that you ended up starting this path with the disease that so many people end it with because of poor living, because of poor, yeah. eating, because of high stress, because yeah. of adrenal fatigue, because of cortisol levels being through the roof right? Cancer mm -hmm. is, is the, such a killer here in the US, as is heart disease, as is diabetes, yet they are the outcome of this hyper-masculine, hyper-forward, hyper you know, hyper-work culture. Yeah. So really, your picture, if we take a, a mile view back, or a view, a view from a mile back at your picture, uh, it's quite fascinating. Mm. And <laughs> yet I imagine the pull, because you're a dude and you know, you want to provide, you want to be a man, you want to yeah. do things, you want to fuck some shit up in the world and your message can actually help people that the, the pull must be extraordinary back to that old pattern. Yeah. And, and the question is also really like, how do I serve in a better way? Mm. Do I, do I burn myself out? Do I, um, do I, you know, uh, am I really that much in a rush 
to um, yeah build a business or create something right. uh, that it's not really authentic anymore. That is because just just because I want to make X amount of money, or you know, or right. is it ultimately more serving? To just let it let it sort of grow organically, organically to let it ripen to to um, right. yeah to really be full in that completely yeah. instead of rushing it. And, and I mean, of course, we're impatient and we see other people around us, you know, making tons of money and and, and doing all this stuff, and then we we're in a rush. But right. this rush is really fucking everybody up. Hundred percent. And I'll challenge the you know, you and I both know the coaching world. We know the media world. We know the influencer world and a lot of it's bullshit. It, it is <laughs> bullshit. So there you go. Like, oh, you made, six, Thank you. You made seven figures last yeah. year, but you yeah. spent almost seven figures in advertising. So yeah. you walked away with a hundred grand and you could have had that hundred grand in a much different form. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I exactly. completely agree with you and, and, and checking our entitlements is, is huge. You know, yeah. I, I interviewed a guy earlier in the week called, named Eric Sue, and just this very, very straight line, logical tech, like, you know, just like straight out of Silicon Valley, very matter of fact, like no emotion or very little emotion in the conversation. And he just said, I've been studying business, like I've been studying businesses for 25 years. It takes a minimum of three years for anything to be successful. And he was like, whip that out. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, so three Thank years. You. Oh, yeah. I was really hoping for that opening week weekend, like six figure salary. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Thank you, man. It was so logical, but yet yeah. so helpful. It is. Your, you know what? No matter what you can do, you, you can, you can hump a tree for, for all, as hard as you want. You're not going to get another tree for three more years. So no. Calm down, take a breath, <laughs> yeah. relax. Yeah. And I think we should also speak here to a lot of people have no choice. You got three kids mm -hmm. to feed, a sick mom. You got a rent to you got rent to pay. You got to do what you got to do. Totally. And yet yeah. for people who have the, we'll call it privilege, we'll call it whatever yeah. we want, uh, to actually design a life, I don't believe that can be rushed. And I don't believe, or I do believe, in the power timer of those incremental steps. Where if you look mm -hmm. back over six months of hard work, or six months of work, all the little things that you didn't know you had to do. We're yeah. building a business truly is one step forward, two steps back. Yeah. Like, oh, I need a website. Okay. That's going to cost me six months. Oh, I need a, an Instagram. Okay. That's going to cost me. Oh, I need to pay someone. Oh, that's no, no, no. So I, yeah. I love how you're incorporating all of this. Is this, is this the main frame which with, within which you live your entire life? Or is this also mostly just a business thing for you? No, it is. It is now. Like, yeah, it is now. I mean, totally uh, recognize or want to acknowledge that, you, that what you're saying like if you really need to like if you're supporting a family and, and i mean and and need to work like three jobs that's the bravest thing you can do and the most responsible thing you can do even though it's it's wrecking and unhealthy and i'm sorry for the people that need to go and and do uh all that to, to be able to support themselves you know um and yeah yet there is a yeah totally different scene out there who's like yeah i want to make like uh I'm not, i don't want to make 100 I'm, I'm, I'm by the way i'm not against making money i love money i, I want to make a lot of money yeah. but yeah for me it's like if i um 
if I can make 100K by just, you know, uh, rushing and squeezing out of myself and other people's like, and sort of grabbing or, or just half of that and be true and authentic mm-hmm. and, and, and really add some value, then I'd rather just take half, you know? Yeah, and I will, I will argue that only one way of those is sustainable. Uh, yeah, exactly. You yeah. can tell the marketing. I get emails from people where I'm like, this is gross. You're just trying to manipulate me. Yeah, right? it's yeah. in the language. You can read it in the wording that like you're desperate yeah. right now and are and are trying to guilt and shame me into buying whatever it is that you have, and yeah. you will not be here two years from now. I guarantee you. <laughs> no, you just can't. It's no. people. You'll run out of out of ways to manipulate people. Yeah, and so, yeah, but it's yeah. Sorry, sorry go ahead. So I was going to ask for for guys, especially listening to this, or even women caught in the masculine. What's like a concrete step that someone can take? Who's like, okay. My life's out of control. It's going 90 miles an hour, seven days a week. Mm. I'm terrified if I do what this guy says that I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to fall apart. Like what's step one for that guy or that woman? Yeah. What comes up in me immediately is like, just slow down, Mm. slow down. The, 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 The amount that we can slow down and still be, you know, in control, uh, if that's what what you want to call it, or or even be safe, you know, is so big that we're not even, I or, you know, (laughs) like to step into like deep relaxation or to actually step into like the pace of of life as it is, uh, as it exists as well, we're so far away from that yeah. uh, most of the time that even just slowing down a bit is such a relief. And to and to actually sort of observe what happens if you allow yourself to slow down a bit, yeah. um, because your mind will start fucking with you. Yeah, you're like, no, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to do that. Um, lazy um what will people think of me and all that chatter is conditioning that you can start to become aware of if you just allow yourself to slow down a bit Mm. like just just a bit just sit down do nothing for like 10 minutes just 10 minutes right feel your body for 10 minutes instead of thinking talking watching Instagram feeds, uh, Facebook, uh, Netflix, just nothing, just nothing empty. Yeah. Just sit and breathe. Breathe. But yeah. So actually slow your life down a bit, just a bit. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's a good step for things to become clearer. Um, in, 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 yeah. In your mind's eye in your actual feeling state. To, mm, yeah. We're going so fast that most things just pass us by without us knowing. Right. It feels like things are moving. I know it's a cliche, but things are moving faster and faster and faster Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as every moment of dead time or what we used to consider dead time or downtime is now eaten up by a phone or by a text message or by some other way of like how many of us remember waking up 15 years ago and there was nothing to check. Right. Like I had to pee, I had to brush my teeth, I had to eat some oatmeal. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then like, I don't know, put music on. And now it's, now there's a concerted effort to not check social media, to not check email, to not yeah, check man. messages. And that was only a decade ago or how many years ago. Yeah. So I agree with you that yeah. beautiful advice. I think a lot, of, I hope a lot of people take it and not just go, well, I can't slow down or I can't, I'll slow down later. But even if you're listening to this, just set a timer for 10 minutes. Yeah. And just, just and instead just of, feel. yeah. And uh, I mean, how I, how I start my days uh, a lot of times lately is just, I wake up, sit next to the window, just stare outside the window for, for like an hour, mm-hmm. just watch the clouds flow by. I just, just watch the sun come up. Mm-hmm. It's just doing nothing really yet appreciating life completely. Yeah. And, and it's, it's what humans and, did for, I don't know, however many millions of years we've been here up until the last 10. Yeah. Like, that's what we did. <laughs> like Nature was our TV. Like, wow, there's a lot of really cool shit and it feels yeah. good in your body. I think that's a, yeah. a great way to, to, to wrap it up. Yeah, so for yeah. people who are interested in working with you, finding out more about yeah. you, contacting you, where are you hanging out yeah. these days? Where, where can people get a hold um, of you? Yeah, I, I have a website which is called temercoaching.com. Um, can you spell that yeah, for us? Yeah, that's T H E M E R and then coaching, C O A C H I N G dot com. And uh, I'm on Instagram as well, Temer Abu Rayon. That's, uh, yeah, all together. I'll put that in the show notes for people. Which is yeah, people who are driving. <laughs> not such a common name. So <laughs> maybe good to. <laughs> that in notes um yeah so those are the best ways to 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 reach out yeah amazing anything that you're super excited that's excited for that's coming up or anything that you're really just yeah. inspired right now around yeah, yeah yeah what i'm really inspired about i have a new project that i'm starting um and uh it's called lover l-u-v-r mm. and um i'm i'm really taking this love and intimacy and, and, and sexuality coaching, I hope into at the next level, because, you know, I just want to make things more approachable, more accessible for more people. And I just want support to be a more common uh, phenomenon in life. Mm. So um, instead of, you know, moving into the, rec- to the direction of super high end coaching, uh, therapy, workshops, commitments, yeah. I want to make, um, you know, a consult or an advice on the topics of love, intimacy, relating, sexuality, yeah, uh, affordable, accessible. Uh, so like, you know, 30 or 60 euros a session or something, you yeah. just book a time, you buy it immediately, you get specialized coaching mm-hmm. and you don't, I, I just don't want people to wait around anymore until the pain becomes so big that they have to reach out. Right. Why not catch this stuff, you know, at the start or in the middle? Um, and you know, out of a hundred people that, that just an average hundred average people around, you know, who, who has coaching, right? Maybe 10%, 20%. I would say far less than that. Um, yeah. So why aren't all those other people, uh, why don't they have access to this specialized knowledge and the specialized guidance if they're like willing, um, yeah, to, to, uh, develop themselves in those areas and, and, uh, willing to connect more in a conscious and, 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 and healthy way to other people and, and expand in love. And yeah, that's what I want to want to bring. Yeah. Beautiful. You're going to. Uh, <laughs> everybody listening to that last 30 seconds is probably like, okay, I get it. Right. I need this. I want it. 
Like yeah. people are desperate right now. And, and even just for the basics and you're right by making the barrier to entry so easy, you're going to help so many people, brother. I really yeah. know it. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for how you exist in the world and all that you shared. Uh, I'm so glad to know you and and look forward to doing this again soon. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. This is Trevor Bohm signing off on another episode of the Uncivilized Podcast. If you enjoyed this, please give us a share. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. And if you're interested in getting a hold of my book, Man Uncivilized, whether you're a man or a woman, please go to www.manuncivilized.com forward slash the book and get reading.